Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. Now let's just jump into today's top stories. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack, as always. Today is Friday, day 23rd of September 2022. Now, before we start the show, don't forget to like this video and please do subscribe to the channel if you already haven't. And if you want to know when the next show is going to be up, just simply click that little bell icon beside the subscribe. And once we upload, YouTube will let you know. Now, let's just jump into the very first story of the day. Plans drawn up for endemic COVID-19. Of course, we've all heard that before. Pretty much over the last six months, we heard all kinds of dates thrown out. July 1st, October 1st, no, October 1st, yes, and before that was even April. But Thailand's National Communicable Disease Committee on Wednesday approved an active plan to manage COVID-19 that will become an endemic disease under surveillance next month. Anatan Sharavakul, the public health minister who chaired the NCDC meeting, said the global COVID-19 situation has improved based on declining infections and deaths. The high rate of vaccinated populations have also assisted, Mr. Anotan said. The Ministry of Public Health has declared COVID-19 from being a dangerous communicable disease to an endemic disease under surveillance under the Communicable Disease Law 2558 under the Royal Gazette, which will be effective on October 1st, 2022, he added. COVID-19's listing as an endemic disease will last through September 2023, he noted. The action plan's framework includes surveillance and preventative measures, risk communication as well as medical treatment and other measures to control the disease. The plan also covers social, law and economic management aspects. The action plan will soon be forwarded for the Cabinet's approval and each province must set up its own plan under action plan's framework, Mr Anatan said. However, each province in the kingdom must clearly monitor the COVID situation and deal with any possible outbreaks as per the planning, Mr Anatan said. With the COVID-19 improving situation, the Public Health Ministry said that the measures are being adjusted so that people can live in a balanced manner that considers health, security, social and economic factors. For people living with mild or asymptomatic COVID-19 cases, there is no need to stay at home for five days, Mr. Anatan said. But they must strictly follow the rules for DMAHT, social distancing, mask wearing, hand washing and ATK testing, he said, giving an example. So that's basically, I mean, in all essence here in Thailand, an end to COVID-19 being considered any kind of disease that they are going to shut the country down for. I mean, it's certainly a big move away for Thailand. And there's other news in relation to what this news brings as well in terms for travelers. And we'll get to that later on. But yes, I see this as being a very positive step forward for COVID. I mean, a lot of People are still wearing face masks, but I have noticed a lot of people are now taking them off and slowly returning to normality here in Thailand. However, you still see the odd fella sitting in his car all by himself, masked up. I still don't get that. Must be very dangerous uh, situation from COVID if you're in a car by yourself driving along on a highway. But that still does exist. And yes, also, it still exists that people are riding motorbikes plenty of them with no helmets on but wearing their face masks because that must be equally important but just the, these are some of the very bizarre situations you see here in Thailand which I haven't really seen anywhere else in the world but nevertheless that's the situation here in COVID it's been uh 
downgraded to endemic uh, from October 1, which will bring pretty much an end to this whole misery over the last two and a half years. And I'm sure you guys out there are pretty happy about it too. And moving along and some Thai travel news, which will be uh, quite important to many people, but the Thai cabinet has approved the 45 day stay for tourists entitled to visa exemption and 30 days with visa on arrival. The cabinet approved an edict of the interior ministry today, extending the period of stay from 30 to 45 days for tourists from countries and territories entitled to visa exemptions and from 15 to 30 days for those eligible for visa on arrival. The extension is, however, only temporary from October 1st until the end of March next year to coincide with the traditionally tourist high season in Thailand when more tourists, especially from Europe and the US, are expected to escape the cold weather and head to Thailand. Currently, though, most foreign arrivals in Thailand are from Malaysia and India. The extension of stays confirms the decision of the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration in late August based on the proposal of the Tourism Authority of Thailand. According to government spokesman Anuka Burachasiri, about 5 million foreign tourists have arrived in Thailand so far this year, including about 1 million this month alone. The Thai government has set a target of welcoming at least 10 million foreign arrivals this year. I think that's certainly some very good news for people coming to Thailand over the next five months. Uh, you will now get uh, 45 days instead of the 30 stamped in your passport that you would have normally gotten. Now, a few people have asked me about, well, if I stay 45 and I want to do an, an extension again, which you could do under the 30 days. So if you got 30 days, you do an extension, you pay 1,900 and they would give you another 30 days. Uh, unfortunately, if you want to extend your 45 day visa of what you'll get, you'll still pay 1,900 but you will only get 30 days not another 45 but in essence it's giving you basically 75 days if you want to enter that way which is still more than you would get for purchasing a single entry tourist visa so yeah I think it's a good idea I'm not sure it's going to draw millions of people you know but I think it does give people more options I certainly know a number of people who would come to Thailand for the 30 days each year and kind of a pain in the ass for them to go down to immigration you know, find the immigration even in some provinces around the country and extend for another 30 days. So this will give them the option, certainly, of extending their holiday for another 45 or another 15 days on top of the 30 that they would have already come and visited on. So I think, yes, beneficial for some. I don't think it's, you know, mind-blowing stuff. But yeah, it's definitely an improvement uh, on the situation. And it's a shame it's only for five months. But, you know, sometimes you just have to uh, take what you're given, I guess. And moving along with more travel news, it's certainly been a day of travel news here in Thailand. No strict COVID controls from October 1. Visitors will not be required to show their COVID-19 vaccination or test certificates and infected people with mild or no symptoms will not need to enter isolation from October 1. The changes were announced by the Public Health Minister Anuptan Sharavakul after a meeting of the National Communicable Disease Committee on Wednesday. He said the committee resolved to redefine COVID-19 as a communicable disease under surveillance and relevant measures would change accordingly for visitors, locals and infected people. From October 1, visitors would not need to show the results of antigen tests for COVID-19 or any evidence of COVID-19 vaccination. Infected people who had no or mild symptoms would not be isolated but would be advised to strictly follow measures to help control the disease including the use of face masks, social distancing, hand washing for five days. 
Mr. Anathan said that the National Communicable Disease Committee also agreed to redefine COVID-19 as a communicable disease under surveillance instead of a dangerous communicable disease from October 1st to September of next year, which is what we brought to you in the first story of the day. So this is all very, very, very positive news for the traveler here to Thailand. So no longer will you have to show your vaccination certificate to uh, the check-in desk when you're coming. I don't even think they were asking for it when you got to Thailand, to be quite frank and honest with you. But I do know getting on flights, you were asked to show it most times. People who are unvaccinated now will not have to show anything. You're free to enter and and come as you go. That's the way it is now. Um, It does make you wonder what we have been doing for the last year with vaccination certificates and apps and all this kind of stuff. If like with the flick of a finger, it's all finished in essence. Um, I think a lot of soul searching by health authorities needs to happen over the past couple of years, how they've handled COVID-19, how they have you know, in essence, told us one thing, but then, you know, in a few months time, uh, they've changed and decided this is another way to do it, which has been the complete opposite of what they were doing at the beginning. So yes, I think, um, you know, there's times over the pandemic where people were, you know, if you had any alternative view, you know, uh, about COVID, whether you thought a certain medicine uh, should be used, you were, you were labeled a COVID idiot, you know, um, a crazy person for suggesting anything. And in fact, if you mention it on any kind of a YouTube channel or anything else, you probably end up getting your videos struck down, uh, shadow banned, and who knows. But now it seems it's all okay yeah, now. We can. We don't need vaccine certificates to enter country. We don't even need to be vaccinated anymore. There's no push for vaccines. I mean, trying to find a place to get one, as far as I can tell, is the hospitals here in Thailand are literally have so much vaccines in them uh, to get rid of. They're they're near. They're, they're given away as quickly as possible, trying to get people in to take them. So yeah, we've entered a change world. I guess we know more about the about COVID. Uh, we know more about what's going on about it. We'll see what the winter brings to Europe. I think that's going to be very telling over the next few months, uh, along with the flu. But, you know, all these things right now are pointing to a very positive uh, future for us in terms of COVID, the world returning to normal, unless you live in the likes of Hong Kong or China, where you're still under the zero COVID policy, mass lockdowns, and just basically crazy shit going on over there. But we'll leave it at that. And let's move on to the next story of the day. Government and military unable to justify why allocated budget for payroll went in shortfall for September this year. Acting Prime Minister General Prawit Wong Sawan said it was normal for the cabinet to allocate emergency funding from the central budget worth 1.32 billion baht for the Ministry of Defence to pay for wages of military personnel, even though such payments are budgeted in the regular 2022 fiscal budget. Why you asked? Priot replied to reporters when asked about the allocation. This is normal, he said, without providing further explanation. The cabinet on Tuesday approved a secret agenda to allocate an extra budget worth 1.32 billion baht from the central budget for the Ministry of Defence to pay wages of military personnel within the army, which was 760.45 million baht, and the air force 561.25 million. The government said the budget will be used to pay military personnel under the 2020 Two, fiscal budget planning. They said the budget will be used for September's payroll, which is why they have to ask uh, the cabinet to urgently consider it before the end of the month. The 2023 fiscal budget, worth 3.185 billion baht, will not come into effect until October. Wages for civil servants are considered as fixed budget, 
But there was no explanation from General Pryde why both the Army and the Air Force ran out of money to pay for their soldiers. The central budget is usually used to mitigate impacts from natural disasters or prevent security risks. Army Chief General Narong Pan said that the public should not worry about the urgent and secret allocation because the Office of the Auditor General will be able to scrutinise it. He said the office has the power to check on secret budgets and it has been doing so since last year. He also said the Bureau of the Budget already inspect the budget before it was handed to the Cabinet for approval. If there is a need to know how the budget will be spent, then the Office of the Auditor General will examine it before reporting to Parliament on the budget and the Office of the Comptroller General Department will explain everything he said. Again, no explanation was given by the Army Chief as to why the Army and the Armed Forces were unable to make ends meet this month. Suspended Prime Minister General Prayachana Cha, who is the Minister for Defence as well, has yet to provide his explanation of the allocation miscalculations. Now, in an update, General Narong Pan further explained to reporters at the Army headquarters on Wednesday afternoon that the reason why the Army has to ask for more budget was because the Bureau of the Budget usually does not provide the Army with full funding as requested. He said the army has to normally ask for added budget later because of this and such practices also being done by other government agencies as well. So it seems that the uh, army really have uh, no intention to tell anybody really why they need such extra budget and why they were not able to calculate. You know, when you do a budget, you calculate it over the year, how many people we got working for us, you know, how much we pay. We know our payroll per month and, and why was it such a miscalculation here in the first place? Of course, Everything is so secret, they feel as there certainly seems to be no law where they have to be transparent about the money. And certainly that kind of transparency, I think, is well needed in a country such as Thailand, um, where the military have such power and hold such power in all departments of office here. And I think anybody who knows, uh, half, the tra- half the ministers in the country have a general before their name. So, I mean, that tells you a lot. But yet again, there's no kind of transparency in relation to why, where the money went to and what's been going on. But again, that's Thailand and uh, that seems to be the way things uh, roll sometimes here in relation to the military. I remember a year or two ago, the uh, there was a budget meeting and they had the army's budget up and down and halfway through it the army just walked into the parliament meeting took all the the files away from everybody and said oh this is all classified you can't see it and walked out and that was it so that's what you're kind of up against you know when you're dealing with uh, budgets here in thailand and uh, the military and finally the phuket news daily roundup officials targeted in helmet use safety crosswalks campaign local officials have launched yet another road safety campaign this one called safe crosswalks good discipline and it's being coupled with a campaign to encourage people to observe 100 percent helmet use what we here in thailand have a hundred percent mask use on the road so getting them to wear helmets shouldn't be that hard right man dies after motorbike slams into a parked trailer truck An unidentified motorcyclist died when he crashed into the back of a park trailer truck earlier today, police have confirmed. And there was also a Russian killed on the Karan Kata, I think 
stretch of road earlier yesterday as well and another person on a motorbike who tragically died and finally Phuket van drivers in brawl suspended six months the three men involved in the car park brawl at the Kun Meiju tourist souvenir store on Tepcastle road yesterday all being Phuket passenger van drivers have had their licenses suspended for six months but ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.